Hello and welcome back to the Missing Pillar of Health podcast. If you're listening to this in real time, it's being released on the day after Valentine's Day, so I decided to make it a little love letter to cast iron pants. I know that might be a little bit weird, but this is something that so many people in the green product forum, my Facebook group, struggle with. So I thought I'd compile some of the most common challenges and offer up some solutions to hopefully help you fall in love with cast iron pans too, because I really do think they are the best cookware choice out there for the majority of people, and there's a lot of confusion around them. So this will be a bit of a off-the-cuff kind of episode. I'm just going to prattle on about some of the tips that I have for you. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Missing Pillar of Health podcast, the show that tackles the often misunderstood and underestimated topics related to toxins and their impact on our health and well-being. I'm your host, environmental engineer, mom of two, and founder of Green at Home, Emma Roman. My mission is to help you reduce toxins in your life without fear, judgment, or shame, so you can be more informed and empowered to take action on issues that matter to your health. The research is clear that toxic chemicals found in the products we use, food we eat, water we drink, and air we breathe are contributing to the rise of chronic illness, allergies, infertility, autoimmune disease, and more. The good news is you can reduce your exposure without having to drastically change your lifestyle, and I'm here to show you how. As Margaret Mead said, never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. I believe addressing toxins is a critical step towards creating healthier and happier families, communities, and ultimately a better planet. And that starts right here, right now. Let's dive into today's show. All right, so first of all, why do I think cast iron pans are so great? Well, there are a few reasons. First and foremost, they last literally forever. You can destroy them. You can forget about them. They can end up in your grandparents' basement for decades, and you can still bring them back to life. If you have used cast iron pans, you can get them sometimes from things like flea markets or, like I said, literally past generations. Even if they're rusty, you can just scrub the rust off with some steel wool, re-season it, which I'll talk about shortly, and you're good to go. So they might seem like they have a high cost premium, but honestly, you won't have to buy another pan. So when you compare that to the price of ceramic and Teflon, particularly ceramic that you end up needing to replace very frequently because they don't last, the cost of cast iron is actually really affordable. The other reason I love them is that they are non-toxic. Yes, they can contribute iron to food. So if you're worried about excess iron, it's something to talk to your doctor about. But that's about it. Now, there's lots of different options for cast iron. So I'm talking about just straight, plain cast iron pan. No coating, no enameling, none of that. I really like Lodge brand. It's well-made and it comes pre-seasoned with, you know, fairly decent seasoning so that you can wash it and use it right away. And cast iron pans can be non-stick. And I think this is where a lot of people really, really struggle or don't necessarily believe that it's really non-stick. So 
The thing with cast iron is, yeah, it won't be nonstick fully right out of the gate like a Teflon pan would be. But if you take care of it and you give it a little bit of time and patience to build up the seasoning or the oil layer, you can really cook anything. I use it to cook perfect over easy fried eggs, pancakes, and it works just as well, if not better, than the ceramic pans that I am now no longer buying because I end up having to throw them out when I inevitably burn oil onto them and destroy the cooking surface. So the best way to kind of help the pan build up its nonstick property is for a while at least, don't wash it with soap if you can help it. Now, I will talk about taking care of it in general. And soap, I think, is one of the things that the internet has this back and forth rally over whether or not you can wash them with soap. So in the beginning, I just suggest that you don't wash with soap just so that you can help build up that oil layer. And then when it's built up, if you've got a particularly messy caked on meal that isn't coming up with some of the other strategies I'll talk about, you can wash your cast iron pan with soap. The problem is that it will strip away that oil that you're using to create that nonstick surface. So you might just need to take some extra time to rebuild up that seasoning if you do wash it with soap, but it's not gonna do anything to the pan itself. To make it nonstick, so again, it does need to be well seasoned. I typically cook with bacon fat or coconut oil. Those are what, what work best for me, but I know people cook with lots of different types of oils. Just be aware that you need to use an oil that is appropriate for the temperature at which you are heating the pan. And so one of the great things with cast iron is you can use it for things at higher heat than something like ceramic, definitely. Ceramic at high heat really loses its nonstick very quickly. Now, in one of my Instagram threads about how I take care of my pan, somebody commented that they had their pan on high heat and it cracked. I've been using cast iron pans for the better part of 10 years now, and I've never had this problem, but just make sure that you're not changing the temperature of the pan too quickly. Like if you had it in cold water or cold storage or something and then putting it on a hot stove or in a hot oven, that might pose some problems. So beware, I guess, that this is something that has happened to people. It has not happened to me. I do boil water in the pan to clean it, so I haven't had an issue. But I tend to use, when I'm seasoning, oil that has a high smoke point. It allows you to season it without worrying about getting it caked on too much. I've heard of issues with things like flax oil in particular that can get caked on and have a very strong odor when it's heated. And also, I don't tend to use olive oil for cooking at heat as well. They are not really made for high heat use. They're just cold use oils. So avocado oil is what I use to season my pans. I've also heard that others like grapeseed oil. So those are a couple that you can try if you don't have any allergies to them. The other reason that I love cast iron pans is they are so versatile. I now cook just about everything that I would use a frying pan for in it. One thing, acidic foods will eat away at the iron. So it is best to avoid or reduce things like Tomatoes, people certainly still cook with them. It will add more iron to the food and you just want to make sure that you are cleaning it 
well and that you're not i wouldn't cook things with highly acidic foods every day necessarily but you can do it once in a while as long as you're not concerned about the iron content now i think there are several reasons why people struggle with the decision to switch over to cast iron pans so i wanted to walk through some of those to help maybe put your mind at ease if all of those benefits weren't enough for you i think one of the main reasons people struggle really is just they're different and it seems like they're really hard to maintain and they're heavy and clunky and they're not going to be nonstick like your Teflon and all of these reasons why they just seem too hard. But hopefully all of the benefits that I went through help you see that it might be worth learning something new. And trust me, I was so hesitant to go cast iron. It was actually my husband who encouraged us to get some cast iron pans. He grew up with them. He was used to them. So on the heavy side of things, yes, they are heavy. If you have mobility issues or wrist concerns or anything like that, and you absolutely cannot manage cast iron pans, you could consider carbon steel. I haven't used them personally, but they are the lighter option. They're more expensive. They're what professional chefs use, so they're definitely good quality. But that may be a consideration for you. If you don't otherwise have like accessibility issues, you could also take it as a bit of a challenge for you to help work on forearm strength and grip strength and all of that stuff. There are some benefits there too. I also think that people tend to make cast iron pan maintenance way more complicated than it used to be. As I mentioned before, even just the discussion of whether or not you can use soap can be a big roadblock for people because you've got people on one camp saying, oh my goodness, if you use soap, you're destroying your pan and never come back to life. And on the other side, it's fine, just use it. And then there's dozens of ways to care for it from using baking soda to salt to my method, which is just water and scrubbing to soap. I think the fact of the matter is there are lots of different ways that you can keep a cast iron pan in good condition. Just don't overthink it. I would just pick a source that you trust. If you know somebody who uses cast iron, you can ask for their tips of how they clean it and use it if you don't trust what I'm going to tell you how to do. There really is no right or wrong necessarily, aside from you can't let it soak in water. It will just rust. So you do need to make sure that it stays dry. But like I said, even if you mess it up, cast iron is so forgiving, you will be able to get it back eventually. So I think just take a deep breath and don't feel like you need to scour the internet and read every single article about how to maintain a cast iron pan so that you can piece together the number one best way. There isn't. Full stop. So just pick a lane and stick with it and it'll make it so much easier for you. Now, I have alluded a lot to how I clean and season a cast iron pan. So in the show notes, I am going to put a link to a reel that I did on Instagram. I will also put a link to a blog post that I have that has a different video of me talking through how I do the seasoning and cleaning process. The reel is short. It's like 30 seconds. The video is a few minutes. So whichever format you want to look at it, that's fine. I take it a very simple approach. I don't tend to use soap. I simply fill the pan with water 
and set it to a boil. Now, this is where some people said they had issues. Again, I have not. So do your research and do what feels comfortable to you. I am just sharing what has worked for me. So don't come at me if something happens with your pan as a a freak accident because it's not happened to me. But yeah, I put it onto a boil and that just helps loosen anything that's got stuck to the bottom of the pan. It also does a clean. So if you're worried about not using soap on something, if you're letting it sit in boiling water for a few minutes, you're pretty much killing anything that was on there anyways. I take it off the heat, drain the water, carefully scrub with a scrub brush, add more water if need be. And this is again, you don't want to add super cold water to a pan that has just come off the stovetop. So be careful with temperature swings so that you don't crack the pan. Scrub it and then I set it back on the stove to dry on low heat. And then I add some of the avocado oil in and I swish it around. If I need to, I'll take some paper towel and spread it around the pan entirely, let it heat for a little bit, and then turn it off. And again, it's on low heat at this point. Now, when you are seasoning the pan from the beginning, you can season the pan kind of inside and out in the oven to really get the oil kind of baked into the pan with a pre-seasoned pan like Lodge. This episode is not sponsored by Lodge. Maybe it should be. I just really like them. But you can, with the pre-seasoned pans, it's not as important, but if you find that you've had to use soap or you're finding that it's not non-stick anymore, then you can do a more serious season in the oven where you coat the pan and you can coat the entire pan inside and out with oil and then you bake it. And I've seen everywhere from doing it at temperatures of 300 to 450. So again, different strategies work for different people. I don't love putting my oven super high because it causes the coating to off-gas and it smells really bad, which is VOCs and not great stuff to be breathing in. So I would probably, I'm trying to think, I don't know that I've done this. I think I did it in the very early days of our pan. I think I probably did it at like three or 350 for about 45 minutes. And that's one way that you can do it. If you are doing that, you might want to put a baking sheet under on the rack underneath the pan, just so oil doesn't drip and burn all over the bottom of your stove. And I don't have a video on that process, but you can Google it for oven seasoning if you feel like that might solve your problems. So I hope that helped. Cast iron pans really are great. They do not have to be hard unless you want to make it hard. And I see a lot of people making excuses because of the unknown. And I get it. I did it too. But they really are an amazing addition to your kitchen. So if you are in the market for new frying pans and Lodge has a ton of cast iron baking products and different things as well that you can you can check out. Again, not sponsored at all. I just really like their stuff. Then you can check out their website to see what other fun stuff they have. I do hope you found this helpful. This was a bit of a different format of a podcast episode too. This is more of the kind of free flow advice that I might give in coaching calls, for example. I bulleted out some general themes, but otherwise it was just me talking. If you like this format, I would love to know. Let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram. Similarly, if you hated it and want me to go back to more thorough, detailed, planned out episodes, tell me that too. I would love to know what you want to hear and how best I can support you. Until next time, bye. 
I do hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to continue the conversation, I'd love to connect with you over in my free Facebook group. It's a great place to get feedback from over 4,000 super supportive members and where I share bonus trainings and content to help make your healthy home journey easier. Just type green product forum in the search bar in Facebook or head into the show notes where you'll find all the places you can find me online. Until next time, have a great day. 